You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine, only on the BetQL Network. Welcome into the Tapped Out Recap here on the BetQL Network, as always produced by Jake Galley with my partner, Brendan Tobin. I am Sean Levine. Before we get to what's coming up on Saturday night, let's look back at what happened last Saturday night in London. Tom Aspinall, I was going to say friend of the show, but to be fair, both Tom Aspinall and his opponent, Alexander Volkov, both joined us. I like both of them on a personal level, although once it came down to the octagon, it looked like Volkov had no business being in there with Aspinall. Aspinall by sub in the first round, and quite frankly, it's one of the more one-sided heavyweight matches we've seen in a long, long time. Yeah, man. I mean, people don't do that to Volkov. That was something. I mean, that really was, like, it, it, it really speaks to Tom Aspinall how impressive this guy is because you're talking about a Volkov and a guy who's not easy to put away. Like Derek Lewis did it kind of on a fluke shot, but normally like you're going to go in there against a giant and you're going to grind it out. Uh, and Tom Aspinall was a buzzsaw, man. I mean, very, very impressive uh, to your credit. You've been saying this guy is the truth Told you. and uh, he, uh, he did it on the biggest stage, man. That was, uh, that was, it was, I mean, it was just an awesome night too. Cause everybody, Seemed like in their hometown, just got to have uh, that cool moment. The crowd was on fire. Hell of a night for UFC London. Oh, yeah. We'll cover a lot of those fights here coming up in just a second. That Derek Lewis fight you're talking about, though, it took till the very end for him to take care of Volkov. This right. fight happened really, really quick. So I've been driving the Aspinall train now since you and I have been doing the show. Are you now on board? And are we talking about a guy that at some point in the near future can actually fight for the belt? Yeah, certainly. I mean, like the guy, the guy definitely showed himself, I think, to be the truth. I mean, like, look, the only thing that I guess wasn't answered is everybody was wondering, like, what if it goes into deep waters? Uh, to, you know, I was talking in the in the lead up. I was like, I, I wouldn't like who cares about that? Just go do what you do. And he did it. Uh, I think the thing I love most about him, though, is, you know, is that immediately afterwards he calls out tied to Ivasa like that. That is just like talk about such a gem of a move by him because like he knows that tied to Ivas is the hot thing right now. He's the guy who moved up the ranks so quick. So what do you do? You call out that guy, you try and make yourself the, uh, the next big thing in the division. Uh, I just thought, I just thought he, he mastered the night all around, not only with just the, the win, but also just the perfect guy to call out afterwards too. He's too nice though. He's got a little bit of Steven Thompson in him. Like during bit. the call out, it was very GSP Matt Hughes like. Like he was just such a nice guy that even though he's calling him out, it was a great call out, but he was complimentary. And he even told us midweek, 
that he wanted to do a shooey with him. It was a great card. Arnold Allen by first round knockout of Dan Hooker. Real quick for both guys, what does it mean for Allen, who's definitely on the rise? And what does it mean for Hooker, who, man, that's four out of five losses? Uh, I'll hit. I'll hit Hooker first. Like, I think for him, it's, you know. Why would you do that? Arnold Allen just did, and it wasn't nice. Yeah, I just would say, I think for him, it's just a case of, like, he'll probably take some time away. I'd imagine he's been pretty active. So, I think that, you know, between, I think just get some time away. i just come back at lightweight. I really wouldn't. I don't see the purpose in him going down to featherweight. It seemed like it killed him. Uh, and, you know, one of those classic cases of you go down, you don't necessarily take the shots better. You know, he got like one shot in on Arlen Allen, but Allen really bullied him. I mean, you know, had the better of the exchange and also was just very, uh, you know, it, it was getting a little bit of a firefight and he credit to Allen showed some maturity to really just step back, wait and, you know, hit him with a big shot to drop him and, and go finish the job. So uh, I think that Allen showed a lot of poise. I think that he showed that he's ready to uh, to be amongst the true contenders in there. He's on a, a great streak right now. And then for, for Dan hooker, I, I don't know, man, it's, it's kind of back to the drawing board for him. Right before that fight, the fans were already going nuts. They were chanting party, the body, another round one win for the baddie. And then afterwards, Dana white said, he's the truth. He subbed Rodrigo Vargas. It wasn't the prettiest fight, but it was pretty much baddie all the way. He got punched kind of hard in the first round early in the first round. And then he ended up subbing Vargas. What do you think that means for Patty the Baddie? And are we talking about a guy that opposed to Sean O'Malley within, say, give it a year? Are we talking about a title fight? You know, I thought so. Uh, I thought so in the uh, in the lead up to this, for sure. I was saying that I think that he's going to go a different way. But with, uh, you know, Tapor called him out after the whole thing that went down exactly. uh, and then just kind of scoffing at, oh, everyone's going to want to fight me. It's like, all right, but like then who's it gonna be? Like I would hope I would have hoped that he would have, you know, kind of got us hyped on what the next big thing to me. When you're starting to talk to yourself among I'm already the biggest thing, and you know, all right, so well then what is it? Is it just gonna be a privilege to fight you? Because that is kind of the O'Malley route. It's like, oh, it's just the sugar show. Now it's uh the patty the batty. So I was hoping that's the route that he was gonna go a little bit more different, a little bit more like let's just face the competition head on, because I think that would have been a badass thing. Uh and maybe that fight will still happen. I don't know, but it just seemed like he was kind of dismissive of it and for some reason had a you know, reason to take out Mark Zuckerberg in the aftermath. But, uh, but as far as the skills are concerned, yeah, he's showing himself to be very well-rounded, very dangerous, took some advert, uh, was able to weather through some adversity. So, you know, as far as that, I thought that was very impressive from him. Do you not want to see him fight Ilya Taporia? I want to see him. No, I do. I do. But it's like, he was like, oh, well, everyone should ride my coattails. Everybody wants to, wants a piece of pad to the baddie. It's like, well, yeah, but like we, this fight has heat. Like I feel like in that moment, like if you're Patty Pimblet, like you should just ride that, play that footage. Let's get to it. People will be high for it to do it on a quick turnaround. You guys both had pretty easy nights, um, you know. But it was kind of just like it was. It was just it was a little actually O'Malley esque in that. Oh, you know, it's it, it's a privilege to be part of the Sugar Show. It's like all right, well. I always go back to these guys, you know, thinking of themselves as like the next Conor McGregor. And it's like one thing that is always underrated about Conor that has to have people's respect is just that, you know, Conor was a buzzsaw through everybody in his climb up. Like his rise up the ranks was very, very impressive. And then it all just kind of followed. And I think a lot of these guys just think, oh, it'll it'll all eventually happen. It's, um, you know, I, I know it's a new wave. You know, some of these guys are thinking a little bit more than UFC fighters maybe did in the past because of what their contracts are and. They think it, they're thinking, let's get to the next deal. Then we'll do the big fights. It's a little bit boxing like, but you know, I don't necessarily know if that's the, the, the fastest route to stardom.
Why do you think that was for Connor? Like, it's kind of weird that they had him out the gates. Like, it was like Holloway in his first, what, second or third fight, and he was fighting Dustin Poirier early on in his career. Did they want to give him the tough guys to build him up quick, or did they not know what those other guys were at the time? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Well, I mean, I think the whole thing was he just wanted to lead up to, to, to getting to Aldo. I think that he had that game plan pretty quickly. And, you know, I, they had such the, the lead up to Aldo, then Aldo ends up getting hurt. And so I, I just think that for Connor, like the rise to start, you like, I don't think, I think in Connor's mind, it's just that you couldn't be a star, a true star in the UFC until you had the belt. And I think these days, now that people see that Connor's still a big star, even not being champion, that there's a little bit of the level of, oh, I don't need necessarily the belt to be a huge star. You know, my name value will carry, which, again, is a very boxing thing to kind of do. It's like, I don't need to be champion. I'm not saying, like, listen, we've seen that with Nate Diaz. We're seeing that with Jorge Masvidal. There's an element to that, but those guys have been in the game forever. I do think that you know, there, there is still value in like Tom Aspinall is doing, like having just an insane rise to the top and just becoming the man. Israel Adesanya, same way. Kamar Usman, same way. I think that there's uh, there's a longevity in that. I think there's there's great value in that. I see your McGregor-Aldo knockout, BT, and I raise you a meatball Molly McCann oh. spinning blind elbow on Saturday night in the third round. You don't often see that happen <laughs> – Period. Like I was going to say with guys, I was going to say with people that aren't that big, I was going to say in the third round, like that just doesn't happen. I've rewatched it now a hundred times that might at the end of the year still be knockout of the year, man. And also you just think of the atmosphere. You think of the celebration, for sure, all that. Like, yeah, it it just adds to everything. That's one of those all like you send to people who don't even like fight. Like I said, that knockout to my wife. My wife doesn't really watch fighting that much. She'll watch a boxing match every now and then. But uh, but she does like when women fight, and I do like the I, I like to send her some of the cool things. She was a big Ronda Rousey fan and Amanda Nunes fan, so I was like, hey, you gotta check this out. You gotta see. It. And even she was impressed with what Molly McCann was supposed to do. So I think like when you're doing that to people who aren't even hardcore fight fans, that you're just like, whoa, that was impressive. You did something really special, and you could tell it meant the world to her. Um, really, really cool to ha- for her to have that moment, and then for Patty to have that moment for what that meant to her too. Just a a really, really great night all around. 
uh, Dana giving all the people who got phone, uh, uh, you know, finishes bonuses, uh, super, super special night. And, you know, it's cool is that they did it on a boxing note. They did it with, uh, with Eddie Hearn and Anthony Joshua cage side too, which was cool. Yeah, no, the whole card was cool. And I really thought that when Patty won and then Molly got back up in the octagon with Tim, like it did, it, it gave you chills. It was great. It was on their home soil. It was very, very fun to watch. Brendan Tobin, Sean Levine, recapping what we just saw on Saturday night. Coming up on Saturday, we've got another card. First, well, we'll get to the heavyweight co main event here in just a second, but lower on the card, Asker Askarov takes on Kaikara France. It feels like both these guys in the last year and a half have been talked about as up-and-comers, as the next big thing. Which side are you on right now? Are you Team Askarov or Team Kaikara France? Man, this is a tough one. I think I'm going to go Kaikara France. I think that he just does. Uh, really? He's, yeah, I, I am. I, I, I like the way that. He handled everything that went down with the Cody Garber. I know Cody's, uh, you know, washed AF. We have learned on this show, uh, <laughs> but still, I think that the idea that he was he brought him down, he still uh, was able to go execute. I think there's a lot of pressure that does come with that, and um, I like Kaikara France, man. I'm impressed with the guy. I think I like Asker Askarov, but I do agree with what you said about Cody. Like it's hard, it's tough to judge when people beat Cody at this point because it's been a while now. We were just talking about Dan Hooker losing four right. or five. I think Cody's lost five of six. Like it's been a long time since we've seen the Cody that we fell in love with. So I know that's not the point. We're talking Kai Car France here, but I think Asker Askarov wins this one in a close fight. Let's work our way up to the main event on Saturday night. It's a heavyweight matchup between Curtis Razor Blades taking on. Chris Dawkins. We all know that if Curtis Blades can get you to the ground, the fight's probably over with. But Chris Dawkins is not the easiest guy to get to the ground. How do you see this one going down? Yeah, this is a uh, this is a very very interesting fight because you know these are these are two. This is a, a fun little matchup as far as Chris Dawkins. You know he just kind of had that uh, that opportunity in front of him again when he took on Derek Lewis. I know there was a lot of talk that he was going to be the guy who was going to use Derek Lewis and vault himself to the title shot and all that, and then he got dealt with. So little bit of adversity that he has to deal with and it really felt in that week like they were leading up to a lot of uh of hey you know this is the next guy he's going to be the the guy who's really up and coming but you know for him uh he's got to bounce back from some adversity and i think for for curtis blades like you know he is shown himself to be very susceptible to getting knocked out by big punchers you know Derek lewis and obviously we've seen what happened to him against francis and ganu uh, but like you said, if he can get a hold of you, if he can get you down. He is a problem uh, and he can be very violent, too. Like he's had some really, really impressive bloody wins. It's not like you're your normal just holds you to the ground and, and bore you to death kind of wrestler. Like if he gets on top of you, it's 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 going to be a real problem for Kurt, uh, Chris Dawkins. But, you know, I, 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 I just think that for me, I lean a little bit Curtis because I like the fact that he always is going to have that in his back pocket. He showed himself to be a decent striker. It's not like he's a bad puncher, but it's just that in, in this game in the heavyweight division, you get in there with those insane alien type power guys, one shot, and and he's just been he's just been put away by him. Yeah, his striking is underrated, especially when he gets you in full mount, which we know Curtis Blades can do that early and often. That's Brendan Tobin. I'm Sean Levine. I had fun with the fights on last week during our show tap. I did out. too. We got to see. I mean, it was cool watching Molly McCann do the spinning elbow live, and then the guys made the walk right after we interviewed them on the show, but. Coming up this Saturday, back to the same old. You got to check us out on the BetQL network. The show's tapped out from 5 to 7 Eastern time. And then right when we sign off, the main card takes over at the top of it. Curtis Blades take on Chris Dawkins. We'll break down all of that. Plus, we've got another pay-per-view right around the corner. Don't miss it. We'll talk to you coming up on Saturday at 5 right here on the BetQL network.